Welcome to episode nine of Rising Tide Radio, the podcast for female leaders who lift each other up. I'm Jennifer Hogan, one of your hosts, along with my friend, Allison Apsey. We love getting to connect with you and hearing from you and an episode is especially relatable. Join us for a discussion about leadership and life lessons that will leave you inspired and motivated. Jen, I <laughs> smile just hearing your voice. <laughs> I am Allison Apsey, an elementary principal in Michigan. Um, I'm also an author in my fourth book, which is my first middle grades realistic fiction chapter book. will be out in just a couple weeks. And I am passionate about a serendipity mindset, about finding the beautiful lessons in everything we experience and about helping others thrive. Hey, Allison. Yes, I am giggling too. I'm so excited about tonight's episode. I'm Jennifer, a school leader in Alabama, where I'm passionate about encouraging and empowering others to be their very best. And I am thrilled about our topic tonight, Allison. It, um, I've been looking forward to it all week long. Me too. So our overarching topic is overcoming setbacks and doing hard things, but we're going to dive in deep to something very specific that we're both entrenched in right now. Yeah, we're both doing the 75 hard challenge. And I want to ask you, Allison, how did you hear about it? What, what made you want to do the 75 hard challenge? So the 75 hard challenge was issued by Andy Frizzella. Um, and I, one of my friends who is an educational leader across the state from me was, I, I just saw him at a conference and he was so happy, looking so healthy. He was really focused on exercising and prioritizing it and, and just had this exuberance about him. Mm. And I said, his name is Jason Gribble. And I said, Jason, what's going on? What are you doing? And he described the 75 hard challenge to me. And then that day he texted me uh, Andy's podcast where he outlines the challenge. And um, there's a lot of swearing in the podcast. And I started listening. <laughs> I, started, sure is. <laughs> I started listening to the podcast with two of my colleagues in the car on the way home, the drive the, on the way home from the conference. And with all the swearing, it felt a little uncomfortable. So we said, I said, I'll listen to that later. And that very night, I listened to the whole podcast. And it is just incredibly inspiring. And Jen, I know that you've really connected with it too. And the, the connection I made is because it's really a mental toughness challenge. It's not even necessarily a weight loss challenge. Uh, it is tied definitely to physical fitness, but Andy says that this challenge is about, you know, the idea of making these commitments that are hard and then sticking to them, having zero cheat days, having ultimate accountability, because if you miss any one of these five things that we need to do, we start back at day one. And our goal is to go 75 days without missing a single one. Absolutely. Um, and, and so Jen, why don't you describe for our listeners what those five things are that we have to do every day? Yeah. So um, there, the five things are um, one, you have to drink a gallon of water every day. 
um, no alcohol. Um, you have to follow a diet. So he doesn't prescribe a specific diet, um, but you do have to follow a diet. Um, and then you have to work out twice a day, uh, two 45 minute workouts, and one has to be outdoors. Um, and then you have to read 10 pages a day of a self-improvement nonfiction book. Um, and those five things, if you listen to his podcast episode, he goes into why he chose those five things and why he chose 75 days. And it really is um, empowering and inspiring. And it's hard. It is really hard. So, Jen, why did you choose to take on this challenge? You know, Allison, um, I think from just my years of being a college athlete, um, my husband and I owned a gym in the past. I've been a personal trainer. Um, I've been a coach. And um, so I love physical challenges. OK, and so um, actually another friend of mine and I probably 10 years ago, um, we started challenging each other. We would do things like, let's see if we can run, um, go for a run 10 days in a row or just all these kind of things. I've hosted fitness challenges um, on my Facebook page and created Facebook groups. And um, I just was feeling a little stale. I just felt like I needed something to really challenge me. Um, and so um, it's really neat because it kind of coincided with me reflecting on 2019 and getting ready to start 2020 and choosing my three words for 2020. And when I heard about the challenge, I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be tough. And I just really wanted something that would really push me and test me. You know, I just wanted to see just how far I could be pushed. And I love that Andy Frazella talks about it, um, really checking your integrity. You know, um, it's about discipline and it is about integrity. So nobody in this household could care less if I do my meet my goals every day or not. They would probably be OK. I think I said this last episode, they'd be OK if I skipped something or didn't do something. But it's about me and holding myself highly accountable to myself. And so. That is why I took on this challenge. I just wanted to really push myself and just see how far I could go. And what day are you on right now of the 75 days? This is day 23 for me. What about you? Yay! I'm on day 53. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. So getting down there. Yeah. You're like on the decline. <laughs> you know, and, and I really connected with what you said about it being a about ourselves and challenging ourselves because when I, I started the, the challenge on December 7th and I just never wanted to feel again how bad I felt about myself like mm. physically on December 6th mm. like I just I, I wanted to move on from there and I had so many family members and friends say why would you do this over the holidays <laughs> like they really wanted me to enjoy food and drinks with them and they were like come on one day and yeah. I'm like thinking honey if I did that one day for you the next person is going to ask me do it one day for me and it's really not about any of you this is all about me and what I'm capable of so I absolutely yeah. connected with everything that you said Jen Okay, Jen, you have had a pretty significant setback laid out in front of you. 
that actually has derailed your 75 hard plans. And I know that it's been difficult for you to process this and overcome this setback. So can you talk to us about how are you doing with that? Absolutely. I found out recently that I have a, um, a couple of moles on my skin that I'm going to have to have removed. One was actually basal cell carcinoma. And um, when I found out about it, I had just counted down my 75 days and found out that day 75 is the Friday before spring break. For us. Yes, perfect timing. And so then I got a phone call from the dermatologist office and found out that I have to have this um, spot removed. And so I asked her about recovery. She said she'd send me the paperwork, but she did let me know that um, I probably wouldn't be able to lift anything over 10 pounds for about 10 to 14 days. And so I immediately thought of the 75 hard challenge and what that means. And so I, she gave me a couple of dates for appointments and I checked the calendar. And so February 25th is going to be my new, my date that I go in for the surgery. And when I counted the days, that's actually on day 51. So <laughs> February 24th, the last day before I have the surgery will be day 50. And so I, I thought to myself, am I going to stop at 50? Am I going to just like do a timeout and then do the rest of the 75 days after that. And so what I did is I just decided I'm just going to make it a 50, 50 day challenge. I'm going to get to day 50. Uh, I'm going to give it all I can until then. Um, and then just move forward. You know, it, it just, I was talking to a friend of mine, Debbie Campbell, um, just today or yesterday, uh, cause she got the flu. And so now she has to start over and we were just talking about mm. how, yeah, how you have to like just mentally prepare for this long, hard challenge. And, um, and I just, I made the decision, I'm going to stop at day 50 and be okay with it, you know, because this is something that something I can't help. Um, you know, got the paperwork on recovery and it says, can't lift anything heavy. You can't sweat fatigue, um, exercise, those kind of things. So, um, while I see it as a, a truly as a setback, um, I'm not going to let it dampen my spirits because, Hey, you're on day 53. Right. And so, you know, right. just getting to day 50 is going to be huge. I can tell you like 100% that I feel so different from day one to now day 53. It's like night and day difference. You know, I've, I I've lost weight. And, um, I just feel like I have so much energy other than I'm getting up at 4:20 in the morning for that first workout, which means sleep has been a little bit limited, but other than that, it's been absolutely just life-changing and fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, I've noticed too, like, I just want to get stuff done. Like, I just feel like I'm, if I see something that needs to be done, I don't procrastinate. I would like, get it done. Um, yeah. So I, I'm enjoying that. But but let's talk about you. I mean, surely in these 53 days, you've had maybe some roadblocks. Um, you mentioned having to get up at 420 in the morning. <laughs> like, what are some roadblocks you faced? And, and how did you deal with those during these these days? Well, definitely the holidays were challenging. Oh, yeah. And then tomorrow is going to be challenging um, because I have to travel um, an hour and a half away for an event and I'm not going to get home until late. Mm -hmm. And, but one of the specific challenges I had was just this past weekend, I traveled for a speaking event in New Jersey and I live in Michigan. So that was 
um, you know, getting on a plane, heading yeah. there, staying in a hotel. I was staying with um, my friend Tara Martin. We did a, this speaking event together. And then we went to our friend Jay Billy's condo and Aww. we spent the weekend in New York hitting the town with them. And, you know, just that, that mental shift of like, I'm not going on, you know, a vacation and hitting the city to have these gigantic milkshakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the the food or the drink that is the destination. It is, it's other things, you know, like we went to see Wicked, we did some shopping, we, you know, laughed until our sides hurt. We got slap happy on the train ride back to Jay's condo at, you know, one o'clock in the morning. And so it's, it's just a shift of thinking because, you know, so many things involve food and drink. And of course, yeah. you know, I'm eating, but, but my, the, the diet plan I chose is um, just ca- counting my calories and keeping track of them in my fitness pal. And I have a calorie limit and in order to function and in order to exercise for an hour and a half a day, I have to eat food that's going to fuel me. So I'm very careful about my calories, obviously, but I'm also very careful about what those calories are. Like I'm not, I'd rather have an apple that's going to, you know, give me some important nutrients and fiber than, Mm -hmm. you know, a few pretzels. So just making really careful decisions. And um, so Andy talks about in his podcast, how when you are involved in a challenge like this, when you're prioritizing your physical fitness and um, this mental toughness in a, a way like in the 75 hard challenge that Mm -hmm. you have to plan for these roadblocks and Mm -hmm. for these setbacks and these hurdles that you're going to overcome and maybe say, you know, for now, uh, like, yes, a couple days ago, colleagues went out for Chinese for lunch Mm -hmm. and I passed on the opportunity. I would love to have that like camaraderie and fellowship with them. But at this point in time, it was a much better decision for me to head back to school and, eat the food that I brought. So just making those kind of decisions and, and planning for those setbacks, roadblocks, challenges, those, those things are going to come up in our lives. Yes. And it's, it's such a mindset too, um, you know, cause I, I've always said that when you put your intention out there and you have a goal that you set or you state for yourself, a roadblock pops up immediately. The day you tell yourself, okay, I'm not (laughs) going to eat any more sweets. Somebody's going to bring a cake or cookies to the teacher's lounge at work or, um, you know, just like you traveling, well, stuff is going to happen or um, you're going to have, you know, your best friend from college is going to invite you to go have cocktails or something. And you're going to have to say no to some of these things. And um, they, they do pop up and you have to have your mindset ready. You have to plan. Absolutely. Right. One of the things that has really stuck with me through this challenge is this idea of no cheating. Like, like, mm-hmm. honestly, my weight has been a roller coaster since I was in seventh grade. Like I'm on a diet or then I'm gaining weight. Like, it's just this, this, it's a, a lifelong battle for me. And I've accepted that it's a lifelong battle, but I've also determined that I'm never going to give up trying. But with every time that I've, I've done some kind of physical fitness or diet plan, I've always cheated Mm. just to be honest. Like Mm -hmm. I would be really great during the week. And then, you know, my calories would pop up on the weekends because Mm -hmm. of things going on. And in some cases, like I was okay with that because 
it is good to lose weight, but also kind of maintain the same lifestyle, not mm-hmm. just completely change your lifestyle. But on the other hand, I, I, I think of it like this, and, and my husband will probably never listen to this, so he, he won't know I'm saying this, but I say to my husband, you never have to worry about me cheating on you because I will divorce you first if I want to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. Like the cheating will <laughs> never happen. And so I'm like, okay, I need to think of how I eat and take care of myself in the same way. Like mm-hmm. I'm setting this box, these parameters that I need to live within. And that box is really tight during the 75 day challenge. And I'm looking forward to day 76 when I can yeah. open, open up those parameters a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm really determined to have zero cheat days for the rest of my life. I'm, if, if I want something that bad, I need to accommodate that within the parameters I'm going to live within. Mm-hmm. And so it might be like, Hey Al, you know, a couple times a month, like it is okay to just go well beyond your cat. Like there's no free meals, but you can go well beyond your calorie goal for one meal or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And just make those parameters aligned with how I want to live my life. And I think that might be the key to getting off this weight roller coaster. And it's to be determined, you know, I'm on day 53. So I'm not even that far into this game, (laughs) but, but it's just that, that rethinking that this challenge has initiated that's been really fantastic. Yeah. And so like um, having the mindset, planning, taking care of business, all of those um, goals, they're daily goals. They're, They're small incremental daily goals that you have to meet every day, every single day without missing, without cheating. You have to do these things, um, you know, to, to meet the bigger challenge of the 75 hard challenge. So, right. um, so talk to us about how doing these hard things, you know, meeting these five incremental daily goals, how does that help us in other ways? Because, you know, this is not a fitness challenge, truly. This is a mental challenge. How does this help us in other ways? What have you found? Yeah. And, and that's such a great question because as I'm, you know, a, a pr- elementary principal, I'm a, a mom of two wonderful boys. I'm a wife. I'm a writer. Um, you know, I'm, we're, we're podcasting. Like there's so many things going on in our lives. And for, you know, the past year and a half, couple of years, I had the mentality of like, I just, I can't prioritize my physical fitness right now in the way that I want to, because I have only so much willpower and it's all being used up over here. And, that, and, and it is true that willpower is not like this limitless. It's not a well that, that never runs dry. It does run dry. Mm-hmm. But the idea of taking care of yourself first, like that, of course, that oxygen mask on yourself first helps everything else. Like I am empowered. I feel confident and, and, and powerful and, you know, just kind of firm with my feet on the ground. And that helps me as an educational leader, as a mom, except when I'm hangry and as a wife (laughs) and, you know, even like the creativity that's spurred because I'm feeling so confident and strong. It helps in, in every single aspect Mm -hmm. of my life. And I mean, it is true with this intense focus on my physical fitness. Um, I, I haven't been blogging as much. I mean, I'm working out for an Mm -hmm. hour and a half a day. Like there's only so much time in the day but that's okay right now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to get, 
I'll get to my goal and then I'll sort things out as far as prioritizing my time. But there, there's no substitute for taking good care of yourself. So tell me, like, what have you found, Jen? Well, I think too, this is such a confidence booster, you know, when yeah. you have these daily goals and you meet them every day, it's such a boost um, to your confidence. You know, that at the end of the day, you look back and you tick your list off, things off your list and, and you're like, well, I did this and I did this and I did this. Plus, I was a mom and I was a wife and I was a school leader and I did this and that and the other. And um, it's just it, it's a good feeling. Um, and I would encourage anyone to, you know, to join the 75 hard challenge to get a buddy. Um, if you if you can't do 75 hard, you know, make it a 30 hard. Um, still try to follow, you know, his guidelines, if you will. Um, now, he he pokes fun at people in his podcast episode, you know, because he says, you know, people are trying to do the 75 hard challenge and they're making their own modifications. So, right. you know, you try to follow him exactly. But um, it's it's amazing how being able to have these accomplishments really carry over to other parts of your life um, totally. in whatever it is, you know, you, you think. We, we, I can do hard things, you know, instead of thinking, yeah. I don't know if I can do this. You think I can do hard things. I can do this. Right. right. Yeah. It's great. Right. Yes, I agree. And so um, just to kind of wrap things up for our listeners, um, you know, we always share resources. And so I want to share another John Maxwell book. I know I shared one last week, <laughs> but I have two John Maxwell books going. I have one that is sitting on my desk at work and I have one that's sitting on my bedside table. And so last week I shared the book that's sitting on my desk. And so the one I'm going to share tonight is the one that's sitting on my bedside table. And it's called Today Matters. And it is awesome. It is so good, Allison. It um, reminds us that today is the most important day. You can't bring back yesterday. We can have vision into the future and we can think about tomorrow, but it's today that prepares us for tomorrow's success. And so it just really reminds you, especially while I'm doing this challenge right now, that today's the day. There, yeah. There's a quote that I have you know, had since college and it's, it goes like this today. I gave all I had and what I've kept, I've lost forever. So if you don't give it today, then it's gone. And mm -hmm. so I just, I love this book by John Maxwell and I highly recommend it to all of our listeners, to you, um, anyone who is thinking of taking on the 75 hour challenge. This is an awesome book to read while you do it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It does sound like such a good match for the, for the challenge. Um, the, so the resource that I'd like to share is called Lincoln on Leadership. And it's by Donald T. Phillips. And it's another one of those books that I've had on my bookshelf for years. And, you know, I have the page, I think I got to like page four and then must have set it aside for whatever reason. And through this challenge, because we are challenged to read on a, a daily basis, I have picked some of those books off my bookshelf and thought, okay, I'm going to read this. Mm -hmm. And this, I love history. And I love learning about leadership, um, just like you do, Jen. And so this has been a fantastic book for me to read um, as a personal growth and also as a leadership growth. But one of the things that they talk about in this book, and it's, it's sort of in the beginning, 
that um, Lincoln was one of those leaders who manage by walking around. Mm. And I do that. And, you know, I know that it's because I'm a better leader if I'm everywhere, if I'm mm. seeing everything. And I can't do that if, I, if I'm in my office. So even if it's just, you know, there's all sorts of tra- trains of thinking as far as like, you know, drop-ins into classrooms as educational leaders. But in the, even if I only have 15 minutes and I just want to bop in and smile and wave at every teacher and just see the classrooms, like that still is valuable information mm-hmm. for me as a leader. And so to read about Lincoln as um, that management by walking around and, and having conversations was, that was confirming of that is one of my leadership strategies. And there's so many little tidbits mm-hmm. in this book, just like that. That mm, does sound like a perfect fit. That's, that's awesome. Um, you know, we always end with a challenge too. And so I am going to challenge our listeners to take on a challenge. So whether it be fitness related or maybe it's reading a certain number of pages for a certain number of days, maybe it's journaling every day for a certain number of days, whatever it is, I challenge everyone to either take on the 75 hard challenge or create your own. And if you create your own, set the days and set the challenge out there beyond what you think you can do because you will be surprised at what you can achieve. That's my challenge. Love it. I absolutely agree. I'm going to add on to your challenge a little bit by encouraging all of us to plan ahead for roadblocks and obstacles that are going to get in the way of us meeting our goal. Like let's do zero cheat days, right? Like let's plan Mm -hmm. ahead for those um, things that we are going to need to overcome because those challenges are always going to be in our path. And if we make a habit of looking for them and planning ahead as much as we can, we have a much better chance for success. Love that. And I always love talking with you, Allison. Um, To all of you listening, we love hearing from you. You can share your challenges, your treasures, on social media, connect with us. Use the hashtag Rising Tide Radio. We want to be a part of your journey. So we appreciate your interactions and your feedback. We want to hear about your challenges. And until next time, remember that a rising tide lifts all ships. <laughs>